Hello everyone and thank you so much for tuning in today and being a part of our listening audience. As always, let me begin by expressing my profound gratitude for your listening ear. I know that your time is valuable and I know that what you take time to listen to should be valuable to your hearing. And I pray that everything that we are producing is inspiring and informative. So again, thank you so much for being a part of our audience. You know, that's one thing that we all have. We all have influence. That's right. Everyone has influence. And influence is so important. It is the greatest currency that God gives us in this world. Influence can open doors. Influence creates opportunities. And yes, influence can get you into the places that you desire to be in, sit you at tables where decisions are being made. And sometimes influence can even get you some things you may desire materially. Influence is powerful. No matter your age, your gender, your educational level, your societal status, we all have influence. You are a role model for somebody. Someone in your life looks to you as an inspiration. It may be your children, your grandchildren, your siblings, friends, peers, or just your community as a whole. But please know that someone is watching you up close as well as from a distance and desire to be just like you. Someone respects you and listens to your wisdom and values your input. Someone is following you, whether literally or metaphorically. Maybe they're just following your social media platforms. But they are regurgitating your words and repeating your actions. We all have influence. The question is, what are you doing with your influence? Some of the most precious moments for me is to hear parents tell me that their children, both boys and girls, will go back home and emulate something that they saw me do in the pulpit. Or someone's son saying, I want to put on a suit and look like my pastor. Or I want to wear a bow tie this Sunday just because they saw me wear a bow tie. And don't get me wrong, that brings on some pressure. And I'm not trying to apply pressure to you, but to know that people are watching you and to know that people want to be like you and emulate you can create a sense of pressure to always do what's right and not make mistakes. I want to stop here and say that influence should not create so much pressure that you end up becoming something that you're not just for the sake of a public image. No one is perfect. We all make mistakes. We all error, but we all should be mindful of how we conduct ourselves knowing that someone it's being influenced by our actions. What are you doing with your influence? 
Many fail to use our influence because we're too busy being influenced by others. We are so busy following the crowds and social trends that we ignore our own influence and the responsibility to be a leader by creating new positive trails for future generations. Our quest to be popular becomes more important than our desire to be productive and be a positive example. Moreover, some use their influence to be manipulative, to control others for their own personal benefit, to simply get people to do what they want them to do, causing them not to think for themselves, or making them feel as if their thoughts are insufficient or insignificant. And the only thing that the person of influence wants is for the person to whom they are influencing to simply ignore their desires and make me happy. And even more sad, some choose to use their influence negatively and lead people to do things that they know are wrong. And even more sad, things that are harmful to them personally. We've seen this on full display last week in our nation's capital, where Donald Trump incited people to storm the capital of the United States of America and even promised, I'm going to march with you, knowing full well that was not a part of his day's agenda. But he simply used his influence to negatively influence his supporters to do something that he knew was wrong and something that brought great harm to them. As many of them went back home only to be locked up because they were influenced by 45. But we all have influence. What are you doing with your influence? Are you a good steward over the influence that God has given you? Are you using your influence in a positive way? The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24, let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works. Let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works. In that one verse, the writer of the Hebrew epistle gives us three things that I believe can help us be good stewards over our influence. The first is we must be intentional. He said, let us consider, let us think about, let us ponder how we can stir people, how we can cause people to love each other and to do good works. Intentionality. This year, in order for you to be a good steward of your influence, you must be intentional. Think of ways that you can cause others to want to do good works. Think of ways that you can motivate others to do loving things for their neighbor. I think about Nick Saban, who just won his seventh national championship, the most in history. But in order to win that much, when you're 69 years old and you're not on the field making plays, then you must come up with intentional ways to motivate 
these four-star, five-star athletes to do what's in the best interest of their teammates. Sometimes he would bring in national recognized personalities to speak to the team. He's used all different types of strategies intentionally to motivate his team to do what is good and productive for the whole. That's being a good steward of your influence. Secondly, you need to be selfless. In order for you to be a good steward of your influence, you must think about yourself less and think of others more. You cannot use your influence positively if you're only using it for what is beneficial for you. People who are good stewards of their influence often think about others. How can I help them succeed? How can I help them be successful? How can I help the next generation? How can I help them fulfill their dreams and their plans? Help them believe in themselves. All of these things, when we think about others and put them first, helps us to be good stewards of our own influence. But then lastly, if we're going to be good stewards of our influence, we must not only be intentional and selfless, but we must also be an example. The greatest influence you have is your actions. Your ability to do what is right will influence others to follow in your lead. Your ability to think about others and be intentional will summon others to follow in your footsteps. It's not just enough for us to think about how we can stir others to love and good works, but the text says stir one another, which means that in influencing others to do something, I myself am also a willing participant in doing that good something. A lot of people have said it many times. I'd rather see a sermon than hear one any day. And even in your imperfections, and even though you may have setbacks, even though there will be moments of failure and moments where temptation may get the best of you, let us strive as much as we can through the power of our example to use our influence to make our families, friends, peers, and communities better. Know for sure that you have influence. Recognize how powerful that influence is. And always acknowledge that you will be accountable for how you use it. Thank you for listening.